Okay. Check one, check two. What up, YFTers? Oh, great, the voice is shot. What up, YFTers? Today's a big day because today is my birthday. It's the last birthday I'm going to have in my 30s. Do you know how depressing that is? I mean, I guess maybe you do if you're in your 40s. But whatever, it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's just, you know, the passage of time, which is the only commodity that really matters in life, that is going away so fast, is depressing. And it leaves you with an existential crisis, which is, am I just wasting this life? I mean, so much of it is me on talking into a microphone by myself. You guys seem to like it, though, which is good. We do have a special episode for you today. Um, Brandy, I don't know where the fuck she is. And she's flying to Europe or something. So she will not be here today. So lucky for all of you, our resident pinch hitter, Sarah Hyland, will be joining us on the YFT podcast today, which means it's going to be a good one. And which also means it's probably just going to like ramble on and it might make no sense. It might make all the sense, but it might make no sense. So I'm excited for that. Sarah and I aren't hungover because we didn't drink last night, but we went to a wedding up in Monterey and we we drank at the wedding and stuff. And so now it's just like, we're just like exhausted. So tired. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Okay. Welcome into the YFT podcast. Really the only guest we've ever really had on the show. Sarah Highland. <laughs> Hello. Can I take one second to say something? Yeah. For the YFTers out there? Tell them. We are recording this very special episode of YFT mm-hmm. on Wellesie's birthday. I know. I was talking to him earlier before you walked in. Oh. And yeah, it's the last one of my um, of my 30s. How do you feel about that? I don't love it. <laughs> As you get older, you start realizing that the one commodity that was worth anything in life, time, is running away from you. And that makes me depressed. But <laughs> it's not one of my favorite things. I'm not going to lie about that. Really? Getting How old, time is money? That's the thing. You can't even buy time. Yeah. I guess you can buy a jet, and that makes you get places faster, that which gives time. you more time. You can't buy time. time. You can save time. Yeah. <sighs> don't be depressed. You're like, let's go out to dinner. Let's do this and this and this. I don't want to do anything. I was going to ask you after we recorded this, what do you want to do tonight? So I told you I want nothing. I'm assuming we're just going to watch the Jason Isabel documentary tonight. No, that's going to be even sadder, I think. Okay, then we won't do no, that. No, I'll tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to watch Succession. Oh, yes, we have some stuff coming up. We're going to watch, I think, I think we've got a Ted Lasso. We have a Lasso. I think we have a last thing he told me. Oh, yes. Yeah. A silo. And a silo, yes. We're kind of ripping through all of our favorite things. Sorry. That's okay. But anyways, how have you been? I've been wonderful. Yeah? I have. I've been with you. I know, but you, but you, the YFTers haven't uh, spoken to you in a while, so. Oh, you know. yes. When was the last time it's been I a was while. here? It's been a while. It has been a while. What's new? I don't know. I've just been a golf wife. Yeah. 2023, the year of the golf wife life for one Miss Sarah Highland Adams. I'm so sorry for that. Don't apologize. I love it. It's kind of depressing because you don't even like golf. I mean, I'm here for it. We went and played Pebble Beach yesterday for my birthday and you rode around the cart. Did you enjoy that? I loved every second of it. What was your favorite part? My favorite part of Pebble Beach? Yeah. My favorite thing Uh about golf yesterday was when you birdied six. Thank you. Yes. That was my favorite part. Mine too. Because I knew how much it meant to you. Yeah. And then 14 I birdied. Yeah. 
And our caddy said that I was the fourth person he's ever seen hit the greens. Hit the green in two on 14. Yeah. Look at you. God, it's so cool. Anyways, we should start the show. Let's start the show. Okay. Do you know how to do it? Boys and girls, no. No. bros yep. and hoes, mm-hmm. you're listening to another episode of your favorite thing podcast. With Wells and Sarah <laughs> on my birthday. On your birthday. Yeah, getting old kind of sucks. I got to be honest with you. And it's funny because I remember when I was in my 20s, because I've, I've always looked young. I don't know if I, I do so much anymore. but You do. I still look relatively young, but I remember in my 20s as I was building my radio career that I was running into a lot of roadblocks because people were like, well, you're so young. You've got so much time. And I was like, I know. I just look young. And I remember when I turned 30, I was like, good. I can say like, I'm 30 years old. Yeah. I deserve a raise now. (laughs) Yeah. What's going on here? But now 40's coming and that's not. That's not fine. No. I think for... Uh, someone in their last year of their 30s, I think you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I know. I think it's good. You've accomplished a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Speaking of accomplishments, I don't know if you saw, but Paradise released... Who's going to be at Paradise this year? Today? Today. What a great birthday present. Yeah, and it was just me and (laughs) Jesse. So apparently they need to do some more casting. Apparently. Um, It's just me, Jesse, and myself just drinking at the bar. We're like, where is everybody? I would watch that. It would be kind of funny. That would be hysterical. Just Jesse and I just getting wasted. I love the conversations between you and Jesse. They don't ever show those, though. Yeah, but I, I just mean like in, in, in yeah, real when you, life. When, you, when we hang out with him. Well, yeah. I love those conversations between you guys. It's so interesting. As a as a Bachelor Nation viewer, yeah. it's very interesting. Who would you want to see come back to Paradise this year? Oh, you know how bad I am with people's names. Yeah, okay, but you can give the nicknames that you always do. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who was... You know who I would like to see come back to Paradise? Genevieve. Yeah, I agree with that. I really want Genevieve to come back. Great TV. Super funny. Okay, here's who we had. Uh Uh-huh. Michael. He's off the mic. Yeah. Romeo. Okay. Come on. I mean, Romeo was- Great television. The best. (laughs) That poor guy. His facial expressions. He was the new uh, facial expressions guy with the eyebrows. 
He replaced him. Yeah, in yeah, my yeah. eyes. But that guy did come. But he did come. Yeah. yeah. Romeo w- went to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> and looked like the dumbest guy ever on the beach. Um, okay, so I would like him to come back. Okay. Let's see. Logan. Logan and Kate had that oh, kind of yeah. big mix up. And I kind of I kind of felt bad for Logan. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That was very, very strange. It was hard to form an opinion on that because you're just kind of being pulled in all these different directions. Yeah. Um, you had Brittany who oh, yeah. was with Tyler. Uh-huh. It was kind of like a weird, bad breakup. Yeah, like the, the there was like a show. London thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, fuck this, I'm going to Italy. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have a job. <laughs> I like to see her back and I'd like to see him back, just if nothing else for the drama oh, yeah. of it all. Well, if we're going to do that, then I want Aaron and Genevieve back. I know, but I think Aaron's got a girlfriend. Oh, man. I know. I guess good for him, but. Yeah. Ugh. And like he posts a lot about her. So I think that's like a thing. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, Good the, for him. The guy that we were talking about with the facial expression is Justin Glaze. Justin. We had Kira. She like left with Romeo and it was like yeah. weird. We had Hunter Hag. She's a blonde girl. Pretty girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking a guy for some reason. You know, I'm thinking of this past season of The Bachelor. Yeah. Can't wait to see uh, Charity's Bachelorette. Yeah. Because that's the thing. There's a whole bunch of guys that are going to come to Paradise that, that we're we don't, not, we're not privy to yet. No, I know. And it sucks. I went and had a meeting with the producers and I was like, so when does Bachelorette air? Because it used to start airing around this, this time. time. Yeah. I remember when I was on The Bachelorette, the first episode was supposed to air on my birthday. Yeah. And then it would go until through June or yeah. something. But you, you could watch at least the first like four episodes before th- going to paradise. Before going to paradise. So you yeah. have some like reference of who these people are. Yeah. Now you can't do that. So you don't like it was a, yeah. it was hard last year because they would give me like dossiers of like these people and you know it's like well I don't know who the villain is because I haven't watched the show. Yeah. You know? The thing is is that by the time that it airs for all of us viewers, we'll already have our opinions. What I feel bad for. Yeah. Who I feel bad for. Are the are the ladies that are coming to paradise because they won't know what these yeah, guys are like I know. at all. I know that at all. I feel really bad for that. How are you supposed to go in there being like, yeah, I'd really like to know Bob. Yeah. You know. Well, and you can totally downplay something too because be like, so how, what, what what happened like on your season? Like, ah, you know, I got I got into got into a little tiff with one of the guys. Yeah. But like, what's well, fine now? And then you watch back and you're like, a little tiff. You guys were like in a huge fight yeah. and like you said terrible things to the Bachelorette. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, but um, I'm excited for charity season to see what guys come out of that. I haven't actually looked at the, I think they released like the, you know, those pictures and yeah. all this stuff of the guys from her season. So I guess we could form opinions on just one picture and a sentence of them saying, I like pizza, but. <laughs> well, I'm going to look up Bachelor at. Guys. Okay. All right. It's so got an Aaron B. Handsome. <laughs> Aaron S. A lot of Aaron's this season. Handsome. Aaron D. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Adrian. Close to Aaron. From North Hills. A guy named Brandon. A guy named Braden. A guy named Caleb. A guy named Caleb. Two Calebs. What the fuck? Chris B. Chris S. Oh, my God. <laughs> Demar- Demarcus. There can't be another Demarcus. Nope. But there's I a- really want there to be another Demarcus. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a Duton. James. John B. What are you? There's a John B. What are you? Outer Banks. <laughs> John Henry S. What are you, a folk singer? Joe. All right. There couldn't be only one Joe. Sorry. Oh, Joseph. Josh. <laughs> no. Caleb. I can't. Khalid. Caleb? Michael. Nicholas. 
Peter, Sean, Spencer, Steve, Tanner, Taylor, <laughs> Warwick, Xavier. I. Ah, your faces. <laughs> all of these names are terrible. Oh, it's so fun. Charity has like five Chris's, Aaron's, and Josh's and Joe's. Oh. How is she going to keep them all straight? I don't know. Let's hope they are all straight. Oh! Colton got married. Did you see that? <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> you really like that one. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. I know. We were invited to that. I gotcha. <laughs> I saw Chris and Lauren Zemo were invited, but not us. Yeah. Well, we don't really... I don't have I met Colton. I don't even think I have. Yeah, maybe not. There's so many weddings this year. Everyone's getting married. I know we just got back from one. Um, um, I am excited for Paradise, though. I think it'll be great. Same. I'm excited for it. I am too. I think that's probably enough. I'm gonna come so. and visit. Yeah. Yes, some fave things, bro. Fave things, bro. Yeah, give it to me. Carmel by the sea. Well, yeah. One of my favorite things. One of my favorite places. Place is pretty great. Place is pretty great. But if we're going for things that people can do in their homes right now, mm -hmm. have you ever, well, I know that you've seen it, but Sins of Our Mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it last week. I'm not caught up. Yeah, no, it's okay. Darn it. But anyways, Brandon and I talked about Sins of Our Mother last night. Okay. Or last week. Okay. And. Bonkers. Absolutely crazy. Bonkers. But the, the update oh, yes, is. the update. That woman. Yeah. Lori Vallow. Lori Vallow. Oh, that bitch going to jail. She going to jail. Long time. She guilty. She guilty. It's not funny because children died, but like, I'm glad that she's going to jail. Oh, yes. She's that seems like a terrible person. You know, the irony of that whole thing is, is that she thought she was like better than everyone because she was like holier than thou and like, like a higher level of like religious existence. Yeah. But, but the irony is, is that she was like a demon. Yes. You know? Yeah, she was She was saying that all of these people were being infiltrated by demons and they become zombies when she actually was. Yeah. Lady, you killed two kids. You are, an, you are an actual demon. Your children. Yes. Ugh. Your ex-husband. Your ex-husband, who was so sweet, it so seemed sweet. like. So sweet. Poor Charles Vallow. Yeah, anyways, everyone needs to go Tammy. watch. Tammy. Or so sad. Poor Tammy. She got smothered, I think. I think so. Anyways, I don't want to say too much of it, but... Um, Sins of Our Mother is insane. Everyone go watch it. And if you want to go a little bit deeper into the LDS or the uh, FLDS, yep. go watch yourself some keep sweet, pray and obey. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, this is bonkers too. Warren Jeffs. Warren Jeffs. So this is a documentary about this fundamentalist Latter-day Saints commune effectively. Yeah. That was headed up by this one guy named Warren Jeffs, who's the prophet, who effectively is like, I think like for the for the Mormons, it's like their pope. Like he yeah. can he can talk to God or whatever. He's the only one that can. Yeah. He had like 79 wives. Yeah. He was marrying off all these girls who were like 14, 13. Oh, it's disgusting. And you think like, well, this is probably like in the 50s. No, this was like a couple years ago. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Goes and builds this huge commune in Texas. That was his biggest mistake right there. Don't mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas. It's so sad, but it's just so crazy. Like the indoctrination of these women. Yeah. I think of everybody in that society. One of the craziest things about it is, you know, they were like cutting out pages of like textbooks and stuff. 
so people can't learn anything. And one of the things the women absolutely can never learn is how you have sex. Or even anything about the reproductive system. Yeah. So a lot of the women who get married off at like 13, they're like, we thought that you got pregnant by kissing. Yeah. Oh, and then, babies. And then they effectively get raped. Yeah. And they, of course, they have no understanding of what is happening to them. And they're just being told that it is deemed by God. Yeah. Oh, God. And you got to watch it. He's so creepy. He's so creepy. But the end is like fucking hilarious because he's like in Vegas at like strip club. I know. <laughs> I got to cut that thing. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a prophet. Uh, holier than thou. Dude, keep sweet, pray and obey. Warren Jeffs, he's in jail for a long time. Yes. Yeah. For a really long he should time. Be, he should be in jail for a long time. Uh, I don't understand how m- more men from yeah. that FLDS compound are not in jail. Well, like he was setting up all these effectively arranged marriage with like 13 year old girls to these other guys. Who are like 45. Those guys should go to jail too. Yeah. I mean, yes, Warren Jeff should go to jail, but so should those guys. All of those men should. Yes. Anyway, keep sweet, pray and obey. If you want to feel sad. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Just examines the rise of Warren Jeffs in the fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and his shocking criminal case. Keep sweet, pray and obey, only on Netflix. Let me ask you this. Have you been stewing about some health problem that you've got and you're like almost ready to resort to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions? Well, unless your friends are doctors, which I doubt they are, uh, maybe you shouldn't do that because you know that there is an app that just totally can help you out with this. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better with ZocDoc. With ZocDoc, there are no alarms and no surprises. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. Just go to ZocDoc.com YFT and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book top-rated doctors today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com YFT. ZocDoc.com YFT. We do need to talk about Silo. Oh, you haven't yet? No, because I don't. We'd only watch one episode, and I yeah. had a lot going on last week. But Silo is one of my new fave shows. Ding a ding ding. Okay, so it's on Apple TV. Here's the tag: Men and women live in a giant silo underground with several regulations, which they believe are in place to protect them from the toxic and ruined world on the surface. The truth will surface. Silo. On Apple TV. So the star is um, Rebecca Ferguson, yes. who's kind of like in everything right now. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. She's fantastic, but she doesn't do a great American accent. The it's going I- in and out. The Irish comes out every once in a it's while. It's going in and out just a little bit. Yeah. Who am I to judge, though? <laughs> totally. Tim Robbins is in it. Uh, Will Patton is in it. Common is in it. Rashida Jones. So effectively, like all these people live in this gigantic underground silo and you, they have like screens of like the outside looks like, and it looks like, you know, this kind of like a war-torn uh, post-apocalyptic 
world out there. If you say you want to leave, they t- they call it cleaning, where you like walk out like in like a whole um, astronaut suit. Yeah, like a space suit, and you're supposed to go clean like the um, the camera so people can see outside better. And then everyone just like drops dead after they clean it because like it's toxic. But this Rebecca Ferguson, and because of this other guy who discovered like this old hard drive starts to believe that that's not true and they can go outside and it's like totally fine and beautiful outside. And so you're just trying to decide whether or not like, is it safe to go out or not? Yeah. Why are we being kept here? Yeah. The classist system of it all and all the trickle down effects. It's good. It's so good. It's good. Do you think like, so we just watched the first episode, but do you think that it is clean out there? I think it's clean out there. Yeah. I think they're keep, they're hiding something from them. But here's the thing, though: when you you see on the screen, like the person that like, collapse. Yeah. But so how do they do that? I mean, I guess CGI or something. Yeah. Well, don't you remember the how the last episode ended? How did it end? It's 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 clean out there, and the air is perfect, and there are birds. Oh, and, I know. Uh, remember, he takes off his helmet because yeah. he realizes maybe it's not outside that's poison. Maybe it's what you're wearing. Oh yeah, that's what we said. We said that we that's thought the space our, suit. That's what our theory is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late spoiler alert. <laughs> well, it's it's first episode, so yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Silo: The Truth Will Surface, Apple TV, fantastic show. I have something that I can't remember because I didn't listen to last week's episode. Did you talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? No, we didn't because we were going that night. We saw Why of Tears, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three in IMAX. My favorite Guardians of the Galaxy movie ever. Out of all three, I think it's utter perfection. I cried so many times, but it's so funny and sad and like they're action scenes. Like Guardians of the Galaxy action scenes, I think are some of the coolest. When they go into the slow-mo and they go to all the people and everything, it's just so iconic. And what James Gunn does is just... I, it's my favorite Guardians of the Galaxy movie. James ever. Gunn is, I think that this is his opus. I think this is a perfect movie. It's all Rocket's origin story. Yeah. And it's really sad. You feel all the feels mm-hmm. in this. like. But I do think James Gunn is such a good storyteller. I think you're right. And then what I think James Gunn does really well is those like choreographed fight scenes with music. Oh, yeah. And how those intertwine together. Yeah. Um, that's always to me like, oh, this is so good. But anyways, Rocket Story is so fucking sad. My favorite line in the whole thing is this line that, is it Lily? No. Lila. Lila says to Rocket, and she says, you've been the star of of this, this entire time or something like that. Yeah. Where you're like, because in your mind, you're like Chris Pratt. Star-Lord's the star. Star-Lord's the star. And Gamora. And Gamora. And then like, you're like, oh no, it was Rocket all along. The entire time. Yeah. And they do a good job of explaining like why Rocket's so fucking smart. I did, I never really understood yeah. why Rocket was like so good at like m- making gadgets and stuff, and and then it explains a lot like why he like wh- likes to steal people's like prosthetics and I stuff. Know. Anyways, it is a beautiful film. It, it's, it is. I think it it's my favorite of all the Marvels so far. All Marvels. Yeah, I think I, mean, I before I think it was like um, Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars was I thought was pretty good. That was. Perfect. I think this is better. It feels like more of a, a grounded film than an action like superhero movie. Yeah, uh, and that's because of 
them going into rockets past. Uh, warning for everybody, though. Yeah. If you are a massive animal lover like Wells and myself, there are going to be some parts that are very hard to watch. Yeah, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy, but in the end, it's worth it. I it promise. Is. It is. And Groot's so great. Fucking Ugh. Rocket's so great. And then, so, you know, this is kind of the end of this group of guardians, yeah. right? But then you get to see what the next iteration is going to be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm excited for the next the next version of this. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Like, the, the cast they've got and the, and the guy, well, I guess we can say, should we not say that? That's a pretty big spoiler. Yeah. Anyways, kind of the, the new leader I'm in for. Like, thumbs up. for Thumbs up. Th two, two thumbs up. Two big thumbs up for who, like, the next Star-Lord is. Oh, yeah. And then I can spoil <laughs> this part. <laughs> it's weird because we thought that Chris Pratt was done. Yeah. Because they do, like, put a bow on the entire... They do. ...guardians that they're all separating and everything. But then, you know, you know how Marvel does the thing of, like, after the credits, there's a scene. Yeah. And then after the credits again, there's another scene. At the end of it, it says Star-Lord will return. Yeah. And, like, his own movie. Yeah. But he kind of, like, what? I'm like, what? Yeah. Love Star-Lord, but, like, who's Star-Lord with it? Like, who are these new characters yeah. going to be in Star-Lord's life? Totally. I'm more excited for the new Guardians than I am for, like, a, a one-off Star-Lord movie. I am, too. Yeah. Anyways, Guardians of the Galaxy vol Volume 3, go watch it. Go watch it in IMAX. Yes. Too. Uh, it is fantastic. And James Gunn. Chef's kiss. He is so good. You got to work with him one time. I know. I know. And we know, we know someone who knows him. I know. Alon, what's going on? I know. James follows me on Twitter. Oh, my God. Look at that. I know. Um, I don't think he follows me on Twitter. I sent uh, James Gunn moving over to D.C., he does both. That's what's crazy. That's amazing. Good and for like, him. and everyone's mad at him because they're like, "You're like Aquaman's gone, and Batman's gone, and Wonder Woman's like, you're changing all the roles." And it's like, okay, I don't know. I mean, got a maybe favorite book? Okay, the one that we've been listening to. The one that we've been listening to. I don't. I don't know. It's called Local Missing Woman. Yeah. No, local woman missing. Lo local woman missing. Yeah. People don't just disappear without a trace. Shelby Tebow is the first to go missing. Not long after, Meredith Dickey and her six-year-old daughter Delilah vanished just blocks away from where Shelby was last seen, striking fear in their once peaceful community. Are these incidents connected? Listen or read to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Local Woman Missing. Written by Mary Kubica. It has... 4.2 out of 5 on Goodreads, 4.7 out of 5 from Target, and 5 out of 5 from Books A Million. It's getting really good reviews. Wow. And I will say, like, the beginning of this book is fucked up and, like, very good. Yes. And, Written very well, too. Yes. And then all of a sudden it turns into, it's very confusing. Yeah. There's some there's some female characters you're like, I think they're making some bad decisions here. <laughs> It's very strange how the women yeah. are being represented in this book. And I'm wondering if it is because we listened to the first half of the book on the way up, on the drive up to Carmel. Yeah. And then the second half of the book, we listened to a hungover yeah, that's driving true. home. So were our brains just not able to compute the same way as they were before? Yeah, I don't know. Or is it just kind of unraveling? Yeah. 
here's the thing. We were making fun of it last night, but I still want to finish it. Like I, I want, oh, I yeah. want to know like wh what's the twist here? Like, I what's need going to know. on? Yeah. I need to know. Anyways, check it out. Local woman missing. It's very good. I'm really excited for the ending. We have like an hour left, I think. Yeah. We watched the newest Scream recently. Oh, yeah, we did. With Jenna Ortega, Courtney Cox, Hayden Panettiere. Sorry, Panettiere. That's how you say it? I thought it was Panettiere. <laughs> I grew up knowing Hayden as Hayden Panettiere in New York. But I think she goes by Hayden Panettiere. I don't know. Oh, yeah. She, she fancied it up. Maybe. Put an E on the end. A deer tag. Mm -hmm. Call it French. <laughs> Target. Dermot Mulroney's in it. Oh, yeah. And your good friend, Sam. Oh, yes. Yeah, Sam's in it. Yeah, she's in the beginning. In uh, the beginning. It's I, I really liked it. I did, too. I thought it was good. What is it? It's on Paramount? Yeah, you can watch it on Paramount Plus or I think rent it yeah. on Apple or something like that. In the next installment, the survivors of the Ghostface killings leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. Scream. Six. That's they have a lot of screams. Um, <laughs> my thing about Scream is this. Someone runs across Ghostface Killer and, oh. like, they hit him with something and, like, <laughs> knock him down and then they run away. You need to stay on top of that motherfucker and keep on hitting him. While he's down. Yes. Like, they hit him with, like, a frying pan, fucking knocks his ass, you know, out cold. And then they're like, ah! And they run away. And then he gets up and he keeps on going. <laughs> yeah. Also, the other thing is, Ghostface Killer gets hit a lot, right? So many times. You think that someone would be like, dude, we hit him in the head. Like, I know I hit him in the head. Everyone that is, in, is entangled in this story... Come over here. Let me look at your heads and see if you have any any bumps and bruises. You know, <laughs> it's so true. Like they're always like they're, they're like, I know you got smoked by a fuck. You got stabbed. The, I remember like one time yeah. in the movie Ghostface gets stabbed. If they weren't like, hey, let's everyone get together and let's just see if you have any wounds. Yeah. Case closed. Done it's deal. Over. Also, when you hit him, fucking keep on hitting him and baby pull off the mask. Instead of running away like a crazy person. Every time it happens, and I know that, like, obviously, if that's the movie would be very short if someone just did that, but yeah. it's just something that's so, so frustrating. It's like, oh my God. If you just kept hitting him or like stepped on him. Yeah. You know? It's it's a thing of it's kind of like it goes back to the original scream, you know, where it's like, I'm never gonna be the woman who runs up the stairs. You have to run out the front door. And then what does she do? Run up the stairs. Yeah. After, you know. 30 minutes of the movies goes by and she's already said this and then she goes and does exactly what she says you're not supposed to do. Yeah. I think that's like what it is about, but that is so true. I never thought about the fact that like you probably have a black guy from yeah. me hitting you in the face with a frying pan and you know that you see these people every day being like, oh, I wonder who the killer is. Yeah. Well, they even like all get together and they're like, who could be the killer? All oh, right. Yeah. Could be this, this. And you're like, why don't you just look to see who's got a wound? Yeah. Because Jenna Ortega stabbed him the other night. Yeah. I love scream movies. I love slasher films. It's a bit camp. It's cute and it's fun. It, yeah, it's good. It's good. Big twists. This one. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. Uh, a lot of cool action things in it as well. Totally. Paying homage to all the screams from before. Yeah, it's good. If you're a scream fan, you definitely want to see this one. Yeah. So you know how Jenna Ortega is going to be doing Beetlejuice too. Yeah. Very excited for that. I love me some Beetlejuice. But I saw like a clickbait thing the other day that um, 
she might not be able to continue on with the Scream franchise because of Beetlejuice. Really? Yeah, there's like they're like, is will she be able to? I don't know. Maybe it's like scheduling conflicts or something like that. Well, let me tell you something. I would rather be in Beetlejuice and Scream. Hell yeah! I don't know though. Like, you can do multiple screams because part of what makes horror films great is like them kind of being shitty, right? Yeah. But Beetlejuice was so good, and if so it, good. And, if it, and it's so hard to follow up a good movie like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. I am too. But of course she's going to play Winona Ryder's like, daughter or something, right? I mean, you would assume so. Okay. I don't know what the plot is. Just as long as Keaton's back. That's all that. You can't make Beetlejuice without Keaton. No. You cannot. At all. I got sent a funny review that I thought we should do. Oh, okay. Amazon review. Mini babies. Subject line. <laughs> oh, I know this. 200 pieces. One inch mini plastic babies for baby shower. Ice cube games. Tiny baby, baby, party favor, supplies, decorations. Five stars. Verified purchaser. Subject line, yes. Reviewed in the United States on January 7th, 2021. I bought these so I could hide them everywhere for my fiance to find. At first he thought... <laughs> At first he thought it was a charming new bit of mine. He thought I only had one or two of these tiny plastic babies. He thought wrong. Hearing his deep Exhausted sigh followed by, oh my God, because he had found baby number 175 has brought me more joy than I could ever describe. The fear in his eyes, <laughs> the fear in his eyes when he opens anything because he's expecting a small plastic baby has produced more serotonin than you can imagine. He's a broken man. I have destroyed his hope of living. <laughs> I have destroyed his hope of living a life free of tiny plastic babies. We will be finding these tiny plastic babies for the next 70 years. I will purchase these again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so much. Oh, fuck. I can see you doing something like that to me. Well, remember when I used to hide um, Your passport my passport pictures all around? Yeah, I took it. <laughs> I know. I ran out of them. I need to find some more. I still have one. Yeah. I used to put them in. By the coffee machine a lot. Yeah. yeah. By my toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, I have one more. We started watching this recently. Jewish Match matchmaking. Making. Yes. This is the funniest shit in the world. Also, it's so weird that like, this is very much a thing in the Jewish community. Yeah, it has been forever. For, forever. Fiddler on the roof. Exactly. Which is so funny to me and so interesting that like, it's like, I don't know, go J-date. Right? Yeah, but I get it. I get it. My favorite thing about this this show is it's these guys who these guys and girls who have extremely specific desires. Yeah. They've got to be of course Jewish, but then they've got to be like the type of Jewish that they are. Like yeah. keep kosher or like I don't I don't know the, all the things, but like very very specific. Yeah. And then there's this one guy who's not that good looking, who's like <laughs> yeah. she's like what do you want? <laughs> and he's like, "Well, she needs to be a 10." And she's like, "Okay." Um, I want her to have blonde hair and blue eyes and be from Israel. And it's like, bro, bro I don't think that that's <laughs> where the blonde people come from. I don't think there are blonde hair, blue eyed Israelites, right? I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm sure there are. Yeah. 
But that's, that's needle in a haystack, man. Well, he also, like, he doesn't want just a blonde-haired, blue-eyed lady. He wants, uh, he keeps referencing supermodel. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. he wants a supermodel. Yeah. And this poor matchmaker is trying her darndest to set this guy up. And so he sets her up with this woman that looks like freaking Gal Gadot. Yeah. She is so beautiful. She is very sexy. And he's just like, she's not my type, but, you know, I'd sleep with her. Yeah. And it's like, aren't you trying to find a wife, bro? Like, I feel like that is that is where it's like, okay, go to JJ. Yeah. You're obviously not taking this seriously. Yeah. So I think when you're matched by a matchmaker, you have to, you know, you have to go to them. Yeah. And be like, this is what I want. So it almost as if it's like you're taking it more seriously to you know, find your forever person if you go to a matchmaker. That's ass- the way I view it. And I assume you have to pay this person. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's probably not cheap. I would assume not, no. It follows singles in the U.S. and Israel as they turn their dating life over to a top Jewish matchmaker. Jewish matchmaking on Netflix. <laughs> I love it. Why don't blonde hair, blue eyed? Goodness. Guy. You want to go out on some Muzaks? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. This song is like all over TikTok. I'm not sure if you've heard this. But it's really cute. It's called If I Were a Fish. What? You'd win first prize if you caught me. Internet so mean. <laughs> Anyway, this is TikTok viral, very cute song. That is very cute. Yeah. So that is If I Were a Fish, Co-Rock and Olivia Barton. Cute. Okay, what song did you want? It's called Holier Than Thou. So you've mentioned it before, that phrase when we were talking about sins of our mother and keep sweet, pray, and obey. And I thought it was kind of fitting for this episode with all the LDS, LDS drama by Jillian Jacqueline. Yeah, I like it. Jillian Jacqueline. Holier than thou. Let's go out on some Loka Connie. This is Are You Gonna Run? Um, you got some stuff coming up or what? Uh, not really. Not oh. right now. Okay. I'm just going to uh, be working out. Maybe I'll go into the cold plunge today. Ooh. Are you going to buy little pasta babies? Are you going to buy little pasta no, babies? No, I wouldn't do that to you. You would totally do that I to totally me. I totally would do that to you. Maybe I'll play little plastic dinosaurs. Ooh. Um, all right, YF Tears, thanks for sticking around on my birthday. Happy birthday, baby. I love thanks. you. I love you too. Uh, I think Brandy will be back next week. I don't know. I think she's in Europe. I have no Lucky I have, girl. I have no idea. I think she is. Yeah. Um, all right. We will, uh, we'll see you next week. 
Thank you, YFTers. Thanks for doing the show with me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.